chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a special episode that we call Quick and Dirty. And this is a different one than the normal one. Than the other one. <laughs> Bleh. Um, and these, we answer questions, emailed, texted, carrier pigeoned to us from yes. you. Yeah. Wow. And nothing we say reflects any organizations. All thoughts and opinions are our own. But we're going to give you guys some advice. Whether or not you take it is at your own risk. We've got a little bit of street cred because we did used to be zookeepers. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention that part. We used to be zookeepers and now we're both not. Yeah, but the knowledge remains. The knowledge remains. I can give you uh, lots of tips on how to be unemployed and living in your parents' house watching anime. Fauna can give you lots of tips on how to be an adult. <laughs> and how to that. <laughs> how to make your own bread. Oh, fuck yeah. Go to me for all your bread hacks. <laughs> bread hacks. Um, but yeah, how has your week and a half been? I haven't talked to you in a while because we took an extended, well, we, we I mean, not to you guys, but to us, we took an extended break. Yes. So that I could be driving on the interstate and not recording a podcast. Yeah, you've had some big changes. So anything I talk about is going to be small potatoes. Small taters. I've, uh, you know, we just got off a big conversation about the media we've been consuming. We did. Which is always important. I do have to say, I've got, okay, I'm going to spend the next 30 seconds talking about Star Wars and then we'll be done. Fuck! <laughs> I know that you hate this. This is the worst part of my day. So I've been, I've been watching, so I finished The Clone Wars. I've been watching that for like a long time. It's excellent. Everyone knows this. I started watching Star Wars Rebels. It's okay. It, there are good things, there are bad things. Here's the problem I have. I have many problems. <laughs> I can't really <laughs> narrow it down to one. Clone Wars was so good, and, like, we all knew where it was going, whatever. But, like, going into this one, first off, can I say that Zeb fucking sucks. This oh. is going to be irrelevant to oh. anyone who doesn't watch this fucking show. Not me. But he's just, like, the big, like, one-liner, goofy, strong boy, like, okay. beef man. He and sucks. I don't like that trope. Like, there's no reason to have him. He doesn't do anything. He's got an ugly fucking face. He's, like, the fuck boy. I just, like... I don't know. He's just, he's like the muscle man that is impervious to everything. And he just oh. says like stupid, annoying, like one-liner shit. Anyways, has no reason to exist. Second, Sabine, who could be really cool and like an icon for like girls everywhere. It's a cool name. Has, yeah. She has also got like hot topic hair. She nice. has nothing to do. She has nothing ever to do. And so I don't care about her whatsoever. Cool. The only cool people on the show are Hera and Kanan, who are great. I would okay. love to see more of them. Um... And of course, like Ahsoka and Rex and, and Ahsoka? Darth, uh, Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Ahsoka, Rex, and Darth Maul. They're obviously great, um, and the, but they're carryovers from Clone Wars. Those three. So like, mm. uh, we all know that that's great. Whatever. But like, Hera and Kanan are cool. They're interesting. I would love to see more of them. Ezra is just a whiny little thing. I don't want to deal with another Padawan storyline where I'm just having to deal with this like wild card boy who doesn't know where he's coming from, who has like who's force sensitive we've fucking done it a thousand times i don't care he's also just annoying and he <sighs> okay they're really good moments and it pisses me off that the good moments are just like taken out by all these dumb moments anyways that's it i know that was more than 30 seconds that was seven years box. i aged 100 years um, to make up for it i'm drinking a white claw this is my third of the night so nice. things are about to get rocky Juicy. road uh my cat is here the other cat is not here oh do with that what you will and okay. i think that's it um nice. nothing exciting has ever happened to me what oh. about you <laughs> okay um 
I'm good. I moved across the country again for mm-hmm. the like third time in mm-hmm. two years or something. And getting around. <laughs> uh, me and Mulder are both on this giant ass bed behind me in this giant ass bedroom I'm in. I probably sound like I'm in a mansion because I feel like I am because I went from an apartment to a home, which is insane. Um, Glow up. <laughs> a bunch of crazy things happened. If you're in the Discord, you know. Number one, the moving man saw my shirtless Hisoka body pillow, even though I tried to hide it from him. <laughs> and um, cats out of the bag. <laughs> uh, Mia like peed on herself a bunch uh, in a car, yeah. which is normal. Um, I found a bunch of just, like, creepy sculptures I made as a child, and the Discord got pictures of them. Um, horrific. Quo. Today, I opened a drawer, and it was full of Pokemon. I was trying to put my clothes away, and this oh. dresser, this dresser like Pokemon cards Pokemon. or just Pokemon? No, little, like, um, statues of Pokemon and just, like, oh. a Pokemon ball. And, give, like, us, just... give us a sample. How, uh, what kinds of statues? Give us, like, five. You remember. Well, the biggest was Mewtwo. Because wow. he was like four, he was like four inches tall. It was like a giant. I thought you were gonna Mewtwo. say four feet. I was like, that's a big drawer. I mean, incredible. Um, wow. Okay. Who else? Yeah, and I think there was like a little bulba in there, mm-hmm. and I kind of like, I kind of was like, my wow. I was like on a productive streak, and I was just like, I have to close this and check this later, um, because Piano if worms. I go, yeah. So um, later, the Discord will get a good whiff of that. They also always, found. Um, sorry. They always called Pokemon monsters in your pocket. And it's apparently monsters pocket in your monsters. drawer you forgot about. <laughs> yes, drawer monsters. Yeah. Um, I also found just some like, um, just crazy things in this closet down here. A mm. um, just like a tooth, one of my teeth, I guess that my mom put in a box. <gasps> what kind? Um, Which tooth? You know, it looked really small. I don't know. It was really tiny. I was disturbed because it was in like a jewelry box. I opened. I found like my high school ring. I found like my sorority pin, and then there was a tooth, and I was like, "What in the absolute fuck?" <laughs> Those are um, the three items needed. <laughs> hopefully, it's for, mine for for um a ritual. And your mom is just like keeping them safe. <laughs> I know. I found like a sketchbook that has like a picture of a beard dragon and its name is maxwell i never owned a bearded dragon in my life i just named this drawing also i just like pictures of great white sharks that i drew over and over and over again it's very never perfected it awful every drawing's awful never got any better huh um i found like word art a Ooh. word like clip art story that i made about like the the dog domain club bro <laughs> i don't even know what's going on in this house also nightmare nobody knows this is like a smart house my first night here, I, like, turned a light switch on to, like, see uh-huh. into a closet. Right. And I got a text from my parents that I had turned on every light in the whole house. I hit the all on button. There doesn't need to be a master switch for every There light. is a master switch for <laughs> every light in this be. fucking house. And there's a I saw a smart house lights. on Disney Channel. It did not end well. Yeah. And then, like, my mom also the other night texted me and was like, if you open the door, the whole neighborhood will know because we have the alarm on and she will scream. And I was like, oh, my God. Thanks for fucking letting me know. I don't know why I would go outside, but, like, now I'm afraid. So now I don't touch any windows or doors until my parents wake up and they're like, you are permitted to (laughs) touch a door. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Hey, it's kind of funny that you said your mom had, like, a jewelry box full of your teeth. Yeah. Um, Because my mom had the same thing. (laughs) Is that, like, a mom thing? Yeah, they want to hold on to them. You get sent home from the hospital with your little bundle of joy in tow, and they're like, just remember, you signed a contract that said that you would get a jewelry box and put your kid's teeth in it. I also had a baby ring. Did you have a baby ring? I don't know Um, what finger I wore this on, but there's a tiny (laughs) ring. I guess it was like a little pinky ring. I don't know. And I put it on. It still fits on my pinky. And it's like an infant ring. That's how small my Okay, well, that makes sense because you have tiny infant hands. My hands never grew from baby. You had a baby ring? I don't think that's a thing. I have a baby ring. It's in that box of my tooth. I'll show you guys. Are you sure it wasn't like a baby belly button ring or something? 
Dude, it's probably my nipple rings. I think I saw a second one in there. <laughs> oh, yo. <laughs> yo. Can you imagine? That's just Yeah, wild. I mean, I told that man on the cruise that we were using that charm he gave us as a nipple ring. And he, <laughs> boy, did he double take. <laughs> he, we knocked the socks off that man. He was, in, he couldn't he handle shook. us. He got the floor up on a special, and he was shaking in his boots. Man, that man was like, I didn't expect this, man. No, he didn't. Especially because my mom was there, and he was just like, oh, this is going to be a normal exchange. (gasps) Bitch, you saw it. Saw us coming. Didn't know what was coming. Didn't know. Anyway, so my life is insane. So follow more uh, in Discord. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) Um, So anyway, there's a lot happening. And, you know, I don't know. I also got sick. So we're doing a quick and dirty this week. We got a a wonderful email from Abby, also known as Abs. And it was a really good question. We hadn't talked about it before. So we're going to um, do that now in this episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, Abby writes, hi, FNF. <laughs> That's us. Um, I'm coming to the experts who have a whole podcast named after Educational Zoo Talks. Do you have any tips and tricks for keeper chats or guest education at zoos? How do you deal with unexpected questions or someone who might be hostile towards zoological facilities? <laughs> Thanks. That's such a good question. And we, a really we haven't even brought it up at all. So Abs is interested in, like, education positions, and she's, like, Mm. applying for internships and all this other stuff. So this is good to know for any position at a zoo, because if anyone sees you wearing anything related to a uniform, they're going to ask you a question, regardless of where you are. So you should... I think think that's, like, across the board. I was walking around a supermarket one day, and a woman came up to me and demanded to know where the tuna was, and I was like, I don't work here. Yeah. Um, But I, you know, I knew, so I told her. That was like, did I tell the story on the podcast about Kohl's? I was at Kohl's and I was like 12. <laughs> and a woman was like, I was putting, Kohl's I had tried. known for their child labor. I was putting a sweater back that I had tried on. You know, my mom was like, put this fucking back where it goes. We're not, you know, horrible people. Neanderthals. And yeah. then someone comes to me and she's like, hey, do you, she like had a piece of clothing and she's like, hey, do you have this in like other colors? And I being like absolutely socially awkward and also like, a child. Legally go, a child. I go, No. <laughs> Not like I don't work here, but like no, we don't. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> All that woman, she was like, "Man, I just really wanted this." <laughs> so I ran back to my mom and I was like, "We have to leave. Someone thinks I work here." <laughs> Nothing more embarrassing than that. Oh my I god. Guess. Um, no, I agree with you though, because you're right. The moment someone locks eyes, if you make eye contact with anyone, regardless of what you're wearing or not wearing, they will come yeah. up and ask you as if you're authority on something. You could be in the nude, but if you just like have that authority like vibe, they're gonna be like. If you're walking Excuse with me. purpose, they which will Which one's stop the you. alpha? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, which one of these is the alpha? Can you stop what you're doing and point out every alpha in the zoo? Thank you. Uh, no, I can't. I'm no. nude and I'm in a rush. <laughs> <laughs> I got places to be. This is a great question, though. I'm really glad Abs asked this. Thank you yeah. for writing in. Okay, so there's there kind of like two questions in this question. Okay. <laughs> there's literally two questions she wrote. <laughs> I don't know we've gotten that. to the root of it <laughs> like, yeah okay okay now do you have here. do you have any tips and tricks for keeper chats or like guest education moments so I let's totally first talk do. about tips and tricks straight from the two people who do nothing but talk out their assholes <laughs> on this podcast for over a hundred hours if the- anybody <laughs> is good at like making up some shit it's you me. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, I think we're both qualified. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think this is honestly the best, the most qualified we've been for a question ever. Uh-huh. I, agree. I agree. My biggest tip, my biggest piece of advice, 
is to just go into <laughs> just the tip <laughs> is to go into the situation with higher energy that you're starting with, even if you have to fake it. We are pros oh. at faking energy, and that is yeah. the number one thing that is going to get people excited. So, yeah. like you and I have talked a little bit before about like our guest service voice, how it's completely oh, it's different. So it's fake. higher. It's like <laughs> much more enthusiastic. I think that's my number one tip is like you have to like psych yourself up. I can't tell you how many times going into a keeper talk I've been just out of sight of the public, like 15 feet away <laughs> behind like a bamboo wall. And I'm like, all right, you got this. Let's just like get through it and mm-hmm. whatever. And then you go out there and you're like, hey, welcome to da 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 da. I'm mm-hmm. whoever. Yep. And that's what you got to do. That's my number one tip. You can fake a lot of things by fake showing enthusiasm. Because mm-hmm. people get excited without actually listening to what you're saying. I love that your number one tip is fake it because my number one tip is to lie. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we are pros for a reason. No, I'm just joking. But actually not. Like there's no reason to be nervous because you're smarter than everyone else in that zoo. Only dumb people go to the zoo. And, and if they're asking you a question, they don't know. Right. So like yes. either say you don't know or like give them your best educated guess. Mm-hmm. They don't know the fucking difference. So don't be embarrassed because they don't know either. Yeah, and and they already are looking at you as an authority. So like, if you're going that fake it route because you are uh, um, route because you don't feel confident, that works in your favor because you can then consider yourself through their eyes and be like, I'm the expert on this. They're looking to me for yeah. answers. If I come out with enthusiasm and I come out with confidence, then it doesn't really matter what I say. Like even you know, because yeah. like people forget the question the moment it leaves their mouth. They don't actually <laughs> yeah. care about the answer. So even if and you I don't d- know the answer. Like, it's totally acceptable for you to be like, you know, I don't really know that, but here's another cool thing about them or whatever. Or And I don't mean, like, lie about, like, obvious things. But if someone's like, how old is, like, the... like the second youngest orangutan in this troop of orangutans I don't fucking work with. I'm not going to call somebody, like, okay, he's, like, three. Done. And they're like, oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to be exact to hit their specifications of the question they asked like if they can be like what do they eat you don't have to be like oh my god i guess bamboo and like these certain nuts and like i don't know this other thing you can just be like ah they're herbivores and like that'll do it and you can be like they eat like fruits and veggies and they'll be like oh sick or yeah (laughs) the age one is a perfect example like if that animal is like 36 and you have no fucking clue you'll be like they're in their 30s and they're like cool like that totally checks the box for them yeah For sure. I've done that all the time. Or like if um if I have an idea but I'm not entirely sure and I know that they're looking for something specific, I'll give like an adjacent fact. So for example, if someone is like, uh I don't know, take for instance like the food, like what's what's their favorite food? And they point to like a certain animal and I'm like, I don't fucking know. But I'll be like, Oh, you know, all of our animals really like this kind of food. Like, for example, this one, and I'll point to one that I do know about, I'll be like, really loves this food. And that will yeah. completely satisfy that person. They'll be like, wow, that's amazing. Because again, you're coming off with confidence. You're giving them a sort of answer and you're not yeah. lying to them. And that's really You're all giving them you like can do. A, f- a fun fact and that's mm-hmm. what they wanted. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's like going into like an institution or like going into like a new keeper position or something, like just prepare yourself I think we talked about this a long time ago in an episode. The one thing that we, like, were surprised by, or just, like, one of the things, I guess, um, is that, like, when you're training at a zoo, they don't train you any uh, anything about the animals. They don't tell no. you anything about the animals. Nope. So, like, all of that you're learning on your own time. Or, or, or not. how to do public speaking. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's also like no training in that at all, which is no. bizarre. Um, so just like know, okay, if you're having to walk by the zebra habitat every day to like get to your post or like you work with the zebras and people are going to see you cleaning the zebra habitat, bro, get some like zebra hot facts like at the ready. Yeah. Um, but like what we found, most people just want to know about like the individual animal. Like mm-hmm. they don't really care. I mean, they can read the sign that says like where they live and stuff. Yeah. They want to know like what does Debbie the giraffe like to do in their spare time? Mm-hmm. And then you can be like, well, Debbie's seven and she likes to run away from everything because she's a giraffe and she's afraid of everything. And then they're going to be like, <laughs> wow, that's so informative. Like yeah. They're going to want to know about the individuals at your zoo too. So like have some of that stuff at the ready because that's stuff that they can't read on the sign. Which is going to be the stuff they're going to ask you. Yeah, those tidbits are what they like take home with them. That's what they crave. Yeah. They're also going to ask you, like, where can they get food? Where's the nearest bathroom? Where's the yes. smoking zone? Yes. How much yes. are the dipping Dots? Um, when does the zoo close? What are the special extended hours on the holiday? Are you open right. on the holiday? How much is admission? How much is the season pass? Even though they're already in the zoo. And I'm like, I don't fucking where, know. Which way to the more popular animal than the one they're looking at? Yes. Where are the lions? <laughs> like, so have like a map of the zoo in your brain as well mm-hmm. and get ready for all of that. Yeah. All I think, of that. Because I think one thing that I've seen, because I did a lot of training with new people in my role. Uh, as far as like getting ready for keeper talks and one thing I saw over and over and over especially like with interns or people completely new to the field is that they would get really self-conscious when it came time to talk in front of people like they knew maybe some like really interesting information or they knew the facts they wanted to present but they felt very self-conscious like putting on that presentation air and so Mm -hmm. you know like doing that kind of like fake it presentation voice and energy and enthusiasm will really take you there because you get to be a different person like you're like you could if it's easier for you you can just be like this isn't me like me fauna as a person i don't like talking to people (laughs) we all know this um but me fauna as like a keeper doing a presentation i fucking love it because i can turn it on and just be like i'm the expert on this i'm coming in with these facts and i'm here to tell you and these people are more than happy to listen that's why they showed up to your keeper talk in the first place yeah so i think that's that thing where they're like if you smile, like, your body starts reacting to your smile. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put on a fake, happy, bullshit voice, your body's like, I'm fake, happy, bullshit. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. <laughs> let's keep this up. And there are lots of times, too, where both Flora and I have, like, fumbled and we've, you know, like, um, kind of, like, messed up our words. We do it all the time in the podcast, too. But yeah, at the same time, like, you come to learn how to like get to the next thing because you have those kind of like few key items in your back pocket that you know people care about and if you just like run out of things to say or you find yourself in the middle of a sentence you don't know where you were going with it you could just be like okay and then this thing like people aren't paying attention that much especially if they're they're at a keeper chat because if there's an animal that animal if that animal is getting fed like Uh that's what they're looking at and yep. that's why you have to answer the same question of, like, what do they eat? How old are they? And what's their fucking name? 50 fucking times. So, like, yep. don't even worry about it. Don't let it get you flustered. Just move on to no. the next thing and, and keep up that confidence because you are the expert. And there's been plenty of chats where I've, like, literally been saying something and, like, lost my train of thought. And I'm just like, <laughs> absolutely. I stopped oh. in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what I was saying. Anyway, <laughs> I just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. Literally, Nobody cares. They, they don't even notice. Yeah. I'm probably on 4,000 people's like home videos. They're never going to watch them again. And if they do, I don't care. They don't yeah. know me. I'm on Instagram talking yep. some dumb shit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't care. care. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What difference does it make? It makes no difference. Because again, so, like Flora already said, like 
they're they don't know shit they're coming to you for the answers <laughs> they big dumb yo yeah so like you are already got a leg up so that confidence should already be like way yeah. higher don't even worry about it you're gonna be do great we had um a guy at like one of my very first internships he was a volunteer and he would help do like tours mm-hmm. and they found out like after like months of him like doing tours that he would just say the most insane shit to people <laughs> and they wouldn't even that. question it and then like they were just like, wow, yeah. And, like, they only found out when, like, someone came back for a second tour, like, a different day and, like, oh. brought different people. And so they were talking about these animals and they're like, these are the first tigers that went to space, right? And they were like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? And they're like, oh, the other guy last time we were here said, like, these were the f- first three tiger cubs to go to space. And we oh, were just like, okay. no. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? So they'll literally believe anything you say. <laughs> like, That's true. anything. If you say with authority, it's fine. Well, that's a good note, though, too, is, like, you don't ever want to outright lie and just make something up. But you can but, stretch what you're saying but to cover the fact that you might not know the answer. Like, because, yeah. like, if someone asks you something, like, I've had the craziest fucking questions, and I, I'm i just like, I don't fucking know. But it, when I'm in that conversation, I'm like, you know, that's a really good question. Like, it's really easy to turn it back around on the person, compliment them for asking it, and then fully admit that like maybe you don't know or like maybe it's something you're not well versed in but you can offer up something else and a lot of times that will do it for them like you don't have to be knowledgeable on everything someone might ask so don't let that like scare you away from talking to the public because they're not gonna care like if you don't know the answer who cares you can just tell them and then just be like "Ah, whatever you had a really great question you stumped me and they'll be like wow i stumped that zookeeper and they'll probably be excited about that so whatever they'll forget about it later and the other nice thing is you'll never see these people again oh yeah like never (laughs) so like no regrets (laughs) no regrets Mm -hmm. but yeah there's been plenty of times where like people have asked me like things that the zoo hasn't announced yet And so you also need to learn how to, like, pussyfoot around that. Yep. So, like, oh, do you have, like, oh, I'm just, like, oh, it's penguin breeding season. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, do you have any eggs right now? And I was, like, well, they actually lay eggs all the time, just like a chicken would. It doesn't mean it's fertilized. I'm, like, well, do you have chicks in there right now? And I was, like, well, we'll just have to wait and see. Very (laughs) tenacious. Vague. And then, you know, oh, did, like, that, where did that animal go? Like, did it die or something? Like, Mm -hmm. that's stuff that you you have to say. Because, yeah, you can't lie. (laughs) But um, sometimes your zoo doesn't announce that things die. And then it's on you to announce it to their favorite fans who come every single week. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, that's definitely um, the tougher (laughs) side of things. But I think that comes with experience, too, is you get better at finding guest-friendly ways to talk about things. Because, I mean, we, like, most of our animals are endangered, right? And they're being, like, slaughtered by the millions or whatever in the wild, which isn't a fun topic to talk about, but it's something we have to talk about. It's part of our jobs. And you have to come up with a way to do so that's not completely, utterly fucking depressing. Um, Yeah. And the same goes with, like, sensitive information from the zoo, whether or not the zoo has announced it. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, that idea of, like like... if an animal has died or if there's, like, sensitive information about a pregnancy or something that the zoo hasn't yeah. announced, like, you have to find a way to talk about it and, like, defer that and then move on. And that you just You do, like, a practice. little compliment sandwich, except mm-hmm. for instead of, like, compliment, it's, like, horrific information. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You really – and, like, the tone and the enthusiasm will carry you through that. <laughs> They're like, oh, actually – um gosh he was a great penguin he did actually die but he lived a very long time uh-huh. and we loved him very much i have said that exact same phrase <laughs> insert animal here 
Yeah. Yes. And, um, you know, it, it can be really hard, especially if you work with them. Like, I have a specific memory of one of our uh, one of our primates was, like, a very high-profile one, and he died suddenly, and it was very traumatic for the staff, myself included. And, like, two days later, we had to go out and talk to people about it. And it sucked. Um, and people, of course, asked about it because we announced it on the zoo page and stuff. Yeah. And in that sort of scenario, it did become a situation where we did do a lot of those like compliment sandwiches where we were like, you know, he was a really great individual. He had a huge impact on people everywhere. Unfortunately, he did pass away. These were the circumstances. And you always have to try to put it in a positive light because that's the mm-hmm. other thing is like the zoos are always battling like an uphill battle against negativity and perception. Right. And so if you can do that and you can explain how, like, that animal received amazing care from yourself or others or, like, they live to, like, an ungodly age or whatever the fuck, then that can help yeah. assuage, like, the the bad feelings in your guests. So it just comes with practice. But, yeah, I think that's a really good tip is, like, <laughs> framing it in that mindset, even though yeah. it, it um, can be difficult to do, is a really good way and, to like, help them swallow that pill. Technically, whether or not an animal is alive or dead, it is under – zoo veterinary care <laughs> so, yeah yeah even if that homie just died out back you can be like yeah actually they're not on habitat right now because they are under veterinary care and treatment that's a really good catch-all <laughs> update you when we can yep thank you for asking yep <laughs> we've definitely used that one before too where they're like oh yeah you know they're back in our like behind the scenes area um, yeah they're under, back there under observation <laughs> Uh huh. Completely acceptable. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to share every detail, and I think that's the no. other the other bit is like, although you might be knowledgeable, you don't owe the public the complete truth. I know that sounds shady as hell, <laughs> but but it's true. It's like, also true, and you're dealing with sensitive information. Like I know yes. I had a few animals that like we had high profile pregnancies, and people were obviously very excited. Um, but miscarriages happen a lot, and that can be really right. hard for the public too. And so. Sometimes the zoo will announce those things early on and sometimes they won't for that exact reason. And so yeah. you never want to be the one to announce a pregnancy and then two weeks later be like, she lost it and have everyone hate you. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it just it becomes a, a matter of like learning how to deal with sensitive information, but yeah. doing it in like a family friendly way. Well, and I would just get like clear, you know, um, I can't think of the word. But just, like, clear instructions or expectations, I guess, yeah. from, like, supervisors and upper management, too. Because I've worked yes. at a place where the keepers had a baby and – The keepers had like, a baby? Can... No, I mean, like, they had a baby in their area. <laughs> okay. And they were like, can we post about it on social media? And the zoo, like, uh, the animal department said, yes, we are not going to be releasing this on social media. Like, this is not, an like, an announcement. We're not going to waste – like our p- our public stuff on an announcement, mm-hmm. whatever. They were so stupid. So the keeper like posted just like not even an announcement, just like a picture of the baby on her like personal Instagram mm-hmm. and then got like her ass reamed out like four weeks later. Meanwhile, this baby was born on Hab and has been on Hab the entire time. Right. Um, but she got in trouble for like announcing it because the zoo then decided they wanted to announce it. So just make sure that you have like a really clear – understanding i guess and from like the actual person who's making the decisions not just some dumbass i guess right (laughs) that was just a whole that was like a certain can of worms the whole place was a dumpster fire (laughs) um but yeah just keep that in mind too because births deaths all those things they're sensitive um, for sure 
Because, like, I've worked at places where, like, the baby has been out on Habitat, and they're like, well, just, like, we haven't announced it yet. And I'm like, it's, everyone could see it! And Dude, like, but yes. just, like, don't bring it up. And I'm like, it's standing next to me! People are, like, yeah, people, <laughs> it's, like, making what? eye contact with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. One of our, our babies with our high-profile animals was, um, she gave birth to the baby on Habitat. People saw it, and then they came and asked me about it, and I was in the process of reporting that birth to, like, my, my curator, and I was like, yeah. oh! Oh no like we're still waiting to see <laughs> she's like oh literally God. eating the placenta and i was like i guess we'll see fingers crossed everybody <laughs> like i this, always say that fingers crossed like wet baby attached to her and i was like i don't know i guess we'll find out oh my god someone gave a tour and i was like holding a baby penguin and they like came in and i was just like huh and they were just like well, we'll just have to wait and see if any eggs hatch. And everyone was like, what? No, it's absurd. It's yelling at that woman right now. She's holding it. The mental. Like, Don't look at me. <laughs> the mental gymnastics we have to go through to cover. God. It's outrageous. Education's like, it's fine. And I'm like, is is it? I don't know, man. Whatever. You're not so the anyway, one having to deal with this. <laughs> I know. Clear expectations, always good. But yeah. just like towing, you know, always being on the line of like being overcautious. Like just whatever. Yeah. They'll find out on the internet. That's the point of the internet. Yep. <laughs> but yeah so prepare yourself know that what little maybe if you even know just a little about an animal you're in a field and like you're in this career mm-hmm. you already know most like more than what these general people know so you're already like a step ahead of them yeah um but being as prepared as you can and then in terms of just like chats like practice makes perfect man yeah you have practice to practice makes you have perfect to let go of that like embarrassment like, I know that it's weird to stand in front of a group of people and formally talk about something. I know that it's weird. But you have to just become, like, a new person. You just have to set that aside, recognize that, like, this isn't your normal day-to-day conversation, and just turn it on. And then when you're done, you turn it off, and you go back to being yourself, whatever. Like, it's not that yeah. big a deal. You just do what you got to do, flip on that enthusiasm, and then go back to your miserable life. And if you have to make a script and practice it, then do that. Nobody's going to know that you're saying the same exact thing every day. Some zoos want you to do that. Oh, they want for you to say sure. the exact same thing every single day. Yeah, one of my <laughs> one of my friends at the zoo, he that's that's his go-to. He says the exact same thing every single time with the same inflection, yep. same facts, same order, everything. I never did that. It made me want to die. They wanted me to do that and I was like, "I homie, <laughs> I'm going to die if I do this yeah. exact same thing every day." To each their um, own, man. Yeah, and so I was allowed to be a little bit more yeah loosey-goosey with my chats it's more fun to talk about what the animals are doing than saying like the seven facts that you like pre-writ right right pre-wrote practice (laughs) pre-writ saying (laughs) practice makes perfect but also Uh, like having those like intimate details is what people care about most so yeah and like being prepared for those those questions but i think like if you work with an animal or if you're around an animal habitat you know what people are gonna ask Mm -hmm. like people are gonna ask me like why does the penguin look like that? Why does it hold its breath? Right. Do they lay eggs? Are any of them pregnant? Everyone right. asks that every day. Are any of these pregnant? Right. Well, here's a list of all the ways that you're stupid for asking. <laughs> like, just know. <laughs> How many gonna... do you have at the zoo? What are their names? What are their ages? Which one is the alpha? Um, <laughs> Why are you is... keeping them in a prison? All those Is fun that questions. one dying? No, it's molting. Like, <laughs> just no. I love that. Someone's just like sleeping peacefully. They're like, is that one dead? Is that one dead? Do you think I'd be out here talking amongst them if that one was dead? <laughs> what the fuck? I'd be like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you're right. Okay, bye. Oh my God. <laughs> I gotta go. Let me just pick up this dead one. Unreal. Oh my God. Um, what was that second yeah, question? Yeah, perfect. 
I've practiced in the shower. I practiced in the car. I practiced to oh, my yeah. parents. I practiced over the phone. Um, you know what, though? And then now I can just bullshit. Exactly. And it's a skill that will take you very far, I will say. Any interview you have, oh, yeah. any conversation you have with someone higher up, it's perfect. And that's actually one of the reasons that Flora and I were both selected on, like, independently to do a lot of, like, social media work for our, like, respective different zoos and yeah. stuff like we took on like extra like blog posts and interviews and you know whatever it's like, on the news chat. yeah it's on the news all the time we're doing it a lot of that keep me off the news because we got um you know we got very good at like presenting things in an engaging talking way. out of our butts and that's a skill <laughs> exactly because people don't know what they don't know and that's perfect because yes then you can just sit there and be an engaging and charismatic speaker and they don't know if what you're saying is exactly right. Like, as long as yeah. you're close, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I've done it before where I, like, one time I was really nervous for this dumb thing, and I wrote a script, and then as I was talking, I forgot my script, and that made me more nervous. Yes. So sometimes, like, that doesn't work for everyone. Like, I do much better just, like, learning facts mm-hmm. and, like, practicing stitching those facts together mm-hmm. in, like, a coherent way, and then, like, finding different ways to, like, stack them, and then doing my chat and just, like going off of like whatever the animals are doing oh i think that i'm way less nervous that way i will say another thing too is if you can make eye contact um not just with one person in the audience but if you can bounce around that's going to help spread your enthusiasm around too that's one thing i found because it'll draw people in especially if you have like a weird setup wherever your chat is and you have like people i don't know like jerking off in the corner like it'll help (laughs) it'll help get everyone on the same page uh but then you're also not like staring down some like weird random man either yeah and if they're all hideous, you can just look, like, at their hairline or, Perfect. like, right above their head and they oh won't Oh, my notice. God. No one's going to care. Look at the pretzel in no their hand. Notice. No one cares. <laughs> Half the time I just stare into my animal's eyes and ignore all of them while I'm just, like, talking into their voice. <laughs> it's perfect. People love that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, her, uh, the, her other question was just, like, how do you deal with unexpected questions or someone who might be hostile towards zoological facilities? Ooh, yeah. I think Thanks. we touched a little bit on unexpected questions, but. Yeah. Uh, number one, expect them. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, I guess for this one, because like with negative questions, there's always that knee jerk to just be like to deny or like panic. But I guess like give yourself a moment and it's completely acceptable for you to tell that person like, oh, let me think about that for a second and then think about Mm -hmm. it for a second and then kind of go through your head of like not only like what is an acceptable answer to what they're asking, but what is an acceptable answer in the like viewpoint of the zoo because you are representing Mm -hmm. the zoo so you have to like keep that in mind and then think of like presenting it in like a crowd appropriate way so if you're talking to a family about something that's maybe not the nicest topic you might frame it differently than if you're talking to like an adult couple about something sure Um, so that's up to you to just gauge that but I think with like sensitive information um, or like negative information you just have to kind of think about how you might present it in a way that allows hope. It's like the way that I've been like kind of, I guess, not taught, but like I guess learned is like you don't want to make thing every or make everything like sunshine and rainbows, but you do want mm-hmm. to like give people hope. <laughs> like you don't want to make yeah. it this is like horrible, drab, sad thing. You want to kind of end it on a positive in the sense that like you can be like, but we can do this to like help or like whatever. So, yeah, like we all know, like working in zoos, why zoos are important and why the animals are there and X, Y, Z, but the public might not know that. So if you can give like a concise reason as to why that's going to happen, you're going to get that question more often than you think, but you can also like help steer them in a direction where they can kind of like on their own think their way to a positive place. 
mm-hmm. that can sometimes be it does most of the work for you. Because I think like in the several years that I've been a zookeeper, I think I've come across like honestly only a handful of people who were like hostile. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that like most people who are in the zoo are like angry. Mm-hmm. Like they might question certain things, but they're like actually questioning it. I don't run into people in the zoo who are just like pissed to be pissed. That being said, it has happened like maybe five times. I but agree, yeah, well, because these people like, the have to years. spend like thirty dollars to get into it. <laughs> exactly. So it's at. like, <laughs> what bug is up your ass? Like, what the fuck? You have nothing um, better to most do. Most of the time. They are legitimate crazy people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always start off with like, wow, oh my gosh, thank you so much for your concern. Yes. We always want to put the animals first. And like you guys looking out for the animals and stuff is like so important because we're not always around to like see certain things. And they'll be like, oh my God, this bear doesn't have any water. Meanwhile, the bear is in like a moat habitat (laughs) or whatever. That's fine. Well, it's the compliment sandwich again. Exactly. So start off with like. Thank you for your concern and, like, bringing it towards me. Because it also, if they bottled it inside and, like, wrote about it on the internet later, that would be worse. Right. Um, so I always, like, thank them for, like, bringing their concerns forward. Um, and then you just kind of try to, like, go off from there. Yeah. And But always don't step up to their hostility yes. and their, their energy. You want to, like, talk really fucking slow and mm-hmm. have them hanging on to every word and try to like tone them down. I have called a manager, I think twice mm-hmm. on a person and just said like, "Hey, actually, I think it, you would be better off like t- speaking to my supervisor about this problem." Um just to make you feel a little bit better about it and maybe she can kind of explain things a little bit better than what I've been able to do because this person was a fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't want to talk to them anymore. Um and then my boss came and I gave her Sorry, eyes, and ran away. Left <laughs> her with this crazy person above my pay grade. <laughs> um, bye. Yeah, because that's what your supervisors and managers are there for. So make them work, um, and make that make that money. Make get that bag. I got better things to do. Yeah. So don't ever feel like you have to, you know. And if anybody's writing anything you're saying down or recording anything you're saying, stop at your fucking tracks yeah. and call marketing or call your supervisor right. because that is not your place to make any kind of quote or any fucking thing for the zoo nope. at all. That's going to get you into trouble real fast. If there's the news, no, bye. Bye. What's my name? I don't know. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worked here. I don't I don't exist. Mm, bye. Yeah. Um. So I know like in aquariums, it's a little bit like iffier too, mm-hmm. but my experience working in an aquarium at the height of Blackfish, yeah. was that no one in the zoo said fuck all to us. Yeah. We got shit written in, and there's people outside, whatever the hell, and just, like, with thumbs up their butts. Um, Classic. But nobody, like, approached us at all, like, in that whole time. So I think inside, you're a little bit safer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think to add to, like, Flora's, like, disarming is um, – to acknowledge that that person is looking out for the animals is a really good first step. But all I want to add to that is that, like, point out that you and everyone you work with are also doing the same thing. Be like, yeah. you know, like, I'm so glad that you brought this up. Animal welfare is, like, our number one concern. Right. And so I'm glad that we're both on the same page with that because that can help, like, uh, bridge that gap of, like, us versus them, kind of, that they have in their heads. Um, and that can kind of set you up for success as you go into whatever your explanation might be. So that might be a good option yeah. too. I think the number one things that like I've run into, because I agree with you, Flora, is that like I've only had a handful of people that were like outright fucking insane that I couldn't have a yeah. conversation with. And I was just like, whatever, enjoy your loser life. But yeah, because <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, you paid money to be here, but whatever. Um, is that 
obviously they're concerned about the animals and so like you both have that in common and so you can both speak to that and you can kind of like assuage their fears in that regard and be like you know if their concern is that they don't have water you can be like we have water in these aspects and we provide it in these aspects in order to whatever and sometimes just that extra extra explanation can help like calm them down um yeah and you being the expert you have that insider info so you know, if you can come from a place of like being like, yes, I care about this animal so much and I want them to be happy and healthy, then that can like that can do most of the work for you, too. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's like a habitat designer that's like, how can we hide all of these licksits so no one can see <laughs> this water source and this habitat? And then there's this woman with a mullet and a jazzy chair who's like, they don't have fucking water. I'm going to fucking Scream. she spends four <laughs> seconds like, at a habitat and is like that animal suffering and then like listen. trots off but yeah and like you're gonna be pissed afterwards for sure like i oh my god like right before i left i had this like crazy person i talked to them for like 45 minutes i had something to do and like afterwards everyone was like where the fuck were you and i was like i was talking to this crazy ass bitch yeah. for 45 minutes <laughs> um but i also recommend And this is just like a cover my own ass moment because I worked at some places that are not on your side. Um, If you do have like a like a tense situation with a visitor or something, always just kind of like fill your boss in afterwards. Like with what you said and what their problems were, because if that motherfucker writes in later and complains about you, then you can be like, (laughs) I told you about that. That is such a good point because I totally fell victim to this. You remember that that one place, one of the places we worked together because that fucking woman kept feeding one of my giraffe toxic brows and i was so pissed and i caught her doing it three times in the same day yeah. and by that third time i was screaming at her and she got so mad at me she ended up writing like a terrible review or something yep and yep. my boss came to me and was like you need to be nicer to our guests and i was like oh listen bitch <laughs> excuse me um this is the third time could die we caught her poisoning an animal i care for yeah uh yeah so yep. completely agree cover your ass make sure that like all the fucking boxes are checked. Yep. That's a great For piece sure. of advice. <laughs> yes. Because those crazies, you know, it's not your fucking fault if they're crazy. No. And the other, like, it's always, like, when they come up and it's, like, a hostile situation, it usually is about, like, a singular thing. Yeah. Like, I've never really had someone come up and been, like, you, I hate zoos. They've come up and they've been, like, the zoo isn't what it used to be. You don't let me touch all the animals. Oh. Or that animal doesn't have water. Or, like, that animal looks sad. Or it's always, like, something really manageable. Like, it's not like those people on the internet right. that were fighting on the internet all the time. When someone's face-to-face, they don't act like that. Yeah. So if you're, like, an internet warrior and you're battling these fucking dumbasses on the internet all the time, then, like, talking to someone in real life is not going to be any big deal because they don't act like that mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. It's like that video of the two dogs who are, like, between a fence and they're fighting and, like, attacking <laughs> each other. And then the person pulls the fence aside and they're, like, vibing and they just, like, chill. And then they put the fence back and they're, like, attacking again. Mm-hmm. When you're face-to-face with somebody, they they feel dumb. And so when you yep. point out, like, oh, actually... Especially uh, if you're in a position of authority and you're talking, like, to them in front of a group of people. They're going to feel extra stupid. Yeah. And then when you ask to get their manager and they say, oh, actually, and then you're like, okay, yeah, you're just a big baby. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day at the zoo. Mm-hmm. That's where that fakeness Choke. comes in. Mm-hmm. Choke, bitch. Bye. <laughs> and then we get behind the scenes. You can badmouth them with all your fellow keepers. It's great. I know. It's cathartic. And then, like, the woman, she was like, we're canceling our membership. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I could give less fucks. No, actually, I couldn't give less fucks. Lady, that means nothing you- to me. 
so much. Yeah. You're here now, bitch. They got some of your money. No, that's a good point, though, because they are only really ever talking about one thing. Like, that animal doesn't yeah. have water or, like, they seem – all they do is sleep or, like, they don't seem like they have enough room. And you can easily yeah. be like, thank you so much for your concern. Animal welfare is our number one concern, too. And be like, it may appear – like, it's always good to acknowledge yeah. their fears or whatever. Be like, it may appear like they yeah. don't have a lot of space. This is what's actually going on. And then you pull out your yes. fucking – your, like – rolodex effects and you're like they move this much this day the only reasons they move in the wild is because they're getting fucking murdered like here's what they do here's what we do to provide them enrichment whatever and by the end of that if that person is still pissed off then you're dealing with a crazy person that your supervisor can talk to or they'll be like oh i never thought about it that way and then just like mosey off with their little tail between their legs and that's it and that's not to say too that like maybe they did see something whack so like never you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Mm. 55 mm-hmm. times, someone's going to tell you that turtle looks dead. <laughs> the turtle the looks dead. The 56th time, that turtle's going to be fucking dead, bro. Yeah. So just always, you know, someone's like concerned about an animal, always say like, thank you for your concern. And then just call that department and just let them know like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you've heard this 12 times a day, but the zebra looks like it's limping or something. Mm-hmm. And they might say like, hey, yeah, it actually has an abscess on its hoof. And then you'll have that information for next time someone brings that to you. Yeah. So... And and if you are in a situation where you do that, like you call and you just like let someone know and the guest still happens to be there, you might be able to like have that like special moment with that Pass guest. On that info. Yeah, where you're like, yes. here's what's going on. I checked in. This is why you're seeing that. They're going to be like, wow, thank you so much. Like that makes us feel so much better. And you're going to like yeah. totally have this great relationship with them better than it would have been. Someone saw me like catch up a flamingo once with my boss and this flamingo had like horrific bumblefoot and it was like it was like screaming and like bleeding everywhere and it was just like a horrific experience and it it was at this horrible place and then later the flamingo was fine like afterwards like whatever and everything was normal and i found that person later and i was like hey i just want to let you know like the flamingo is fine now um i know that that was horrific to watch but (laughs) everything's good and they were like whoa i like super appreciate you like coming to find me fuck yeah i was like actually i just saw you as a walking by but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) they don't have to know that wasn't coming i wasn't following Um, you by any means but yeah like giving them a follow-up is they're gonna appreciate the shit out of that yeah and they're gonna write a good review hell yeah okay so she also included a would you rather oh okay this is seems targeted to me this seems targeted Uh harassment Uh to me (laughs) (laughs) would you rather have a supervisor visit your home and find your anime man body pillow (laughs) (laughs) or get trapped in a wall in an animal area for 48 hours both of these (laughs) seem like highly Hmm. it's like when you're playing never have i ever at and then that one person like says that one very specific thing that you've done (laughs) and make you put your finger down this is what's happening right now <laughs> I remember so right now, we went to that never ever you and I did that and everyone we were with is like, oh my fucking god. And then the game ended very quickly because they did not want to talk to us. <laughs> yeah, because we said really horrible yeah, things. We did. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um <laughs> Okay, so would you rather have a supervisor visit your home and find your anime body pillow? I'm gonna say that this is <laughs> I'm gonna i I'm gonna specify that the supervisor is the supervisor that you had at that horrible place. Oh my god. I would absolutely rather her come there and find my anime body pillow. One, because I don't care about her opinion whatsoever. <laughs> Two, because I wanna show okay, her wait, that my life let is me change. <laughs> let me change all of this. Okay. What if it was the 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 man that was above everyone? That man. <laughs> what if it was him? What what does that mean? Not her, but oh. like our boss, her boss's oh, boss. Oh, him. Okay. That man. That man. I remember that man. Um, wait, is it like the crazy man ra- or like the cool man? 
<laughs> not the cool one. Not the eyeball like the one. The crazy one. The hand one. <laughs> the claw hand. Okay. Um, do you want claw hand to visit your home and find your anime man body pillow or get trapped in a wall? I guess you... I guess you get trapped in the wall in an animal area for 48 hours. That's a really right. long time. Yeah, no thanks. Um, I'm kind of concerned that the claw hand man might, like, kill me. Um, so I don't <laughs> I really want him home, knowing, yeah. like, where I live. Yeah, um, So fair. I guess, But I guess I would rather that because the other one is, like, a definite that I would get killed by the animals. I don't think I would have service. A lot of those animal areas are, like, that cinder block stuff. And I don't think you would have service. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking specifically of, like, chimps because that's the <laughs> Because that's what this is about. I guess if it was like a bird area, I'd probably be okay. That'd be chill. Um, for forty-eight hours though, that's a long time. I don't know. I'd rather that's just really get it over time. and done with and have him see my dirty yeah. little secret. Like, what see do I have pillow. to prove? I, I get paid minimum wage. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I agree. I just like see my body pillow. I have no shame. I bought the one that doesn't have his pubes exposed. So whatever is there. Like, uh, yeah, here's the thing. What is he gonna like? Dock my pay? No. <laughs> what is it? Can't get any more docked it than it already is, bro. It can't get worse. And I've never been a worse person than I have been at work. So, like, what am I even trying to hold? He's on gonna to? be like, "How the fuck did you afford this lush ass pillow?" Already, <laughs> it's like, "Wow, this place looks really nice." <laughs> <laughs> we'll just like oh bond god. over a diet coke, and that'll be it. Oh my god. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us in this quick and dirty. Hopefully, Chaotic. we answered some of your questions. <laughs> um, we're out of the game now, so it might be a little bit rusty. No way. We've got I this knowledge know. forever, dude. I'm never going to forget how to be charismatic. <laughs> I'll never forget yeah. how to make things up. Tell people that tigers were the first tigers to go to space. But yeah, thanks for hanging out. And stay tuned next week for an animal-filled, fun-filled episode. Um, but thank you for sticking around for the quick and dirty. If you have questions of your own, you can email us at gmail, keeperchat at gmail.com, or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us a DM. You can also check out our podcast on keeperchatpodcast.com, and it also has our email on it, and all of our episodes, and... I don't know. There's not really a whole lot on the website. A couple <laughs> but... of blog posts if you're looking for some oh, there's reading. Bl- Blog post and look out for a blog post here soon in the upcoming month or two. And then um, you can join patreon.com slash keeper chat to get access to the discord, to get behind the scenes stuff, get pictures of the weird claymation creatures that I made in elementary school. <laughs> Maybe see this cool four inch tall Mewtwo later. I don't know. Mm. Whatever you're into. And I don't know. Thanks for listening and being a listener and listening with your ears. Stunning. And your heart. Oh, we love that. Um, I guess just like go off, live in your life, huh? Yeah. Hit us up if you want to talk about anime. Uh, We'll be here. (laughs) Just on the flip. Tell me your thoughts on Star Wars Rebels. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)